Welcome back to Made in March. Today is Monday, March 9th, and it is less than a week away. Selection Sunday. Six days. Six days. Oh my God, we are getting ever closer. Conference tourneys are heating up. Yep. Teams are beginning to punch their tickets. Very exciting stuff, which we will get into. But first, Luke. Yeah, I mean, we really appreciate all the new listeners coming on, listening to our podcast. We've had a nice spike in growth here. We have. Um, and obviously, that'll keep going because you guys want to do well in your bracket. And we welcome all new listeners. Um, and there might be some jokes that go over your head. So I would advise you either listen to past podcasts or you just, we will definitely or you just try to explain or them. you just comment on our Instagram and say, what did you mean by this? We can explain it because we are men of the people. We are. Um, that being said, we got another review um, from Tyler.Russell29. Great podcast. Love you guys. <laughs> Short and sweet from Tyler.Russell. Great review. Thanks for the support. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for the I mean, Anybody who submits a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, once again, our deal is that we will read it aloud. So if you want to shout yourself out, do anything, that's included in that. So feel free. Good and wasn't the, uh, wasn't the title of his five-star review just a fire emoji? Indeed, <laughs> indeed it was. That is just awesome. That is a flex. That is a flex. So thank you, Tyler.Russell, for that. I mean, without further ado... We should probably get into recapping games. So, Charlie, would you like to explain why we're not having a special segment? Today? Yeah, so most Mondays and, frankly, every podcast, we have something that we do before recapping the games. But this weekend, quite frankly, there's, there was too much basketball for us to fit in yes. to, like, you know, an hour. This might be shorter than an hour. Who knows? Mm-hmm. That we're just axing the special segment, getting right into it. So, mm-hmm. without further ado, starting on... Thursday. 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 So we got to some of the games Thursday, but we're just going to get the rest of them out of the way. So Nebraska ball on the road at 25 Michigan. Michigan picks up a win, a must win if they lost this one, and then they did lose their next one. They would have been on some thin ice, I would assume, uh, but they were able to survive Nebraska ball at home more than just survive, but domination. Uh, but then we had a bigger one in the Big Ten, 23 Illinois on the road to 19 Ohio State. The resurgence of the Buckeyes. Yes. They're coming back. 71-63, the play of Caleb Wesson. Oh, yeah. I mean, and look like Caleb Wesson at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And EJ Liddell. EJ Liddell. 7-9. Yeah. He splashes. 17 points and 11 boards off the bench mm-hmm. for Ohio State. Those are big minutes because to get Wesson off the floor, give him a little bit of break, mm-hmm. That those, that's huge. And still get that inside dominance down low. Kofi Coburn needs to, to start playing better. He, he did, really he did against Iowa on yeah. Sunday. But I mean, he has been to that later. He's been a completely different player since the first half of the season. He's he's still been getting double doubles though. He's an absolute unit. Just not quite as dominant yes. out there. Yes. Yep. And I would say out of conference play to like the start of conference play, Kofi Coburn was the player for Illinois. Yeah. Get, and getting in a little bit more foul trouble. I think people figured him out a little bit mm-hmm. based on film. But you know, good player. He's adjusted to it a little bit. But let's talk about a team that's really surging. Five in a row. The UConn Huskies at home get it done against 21 Houston Cougars. Three of us called this on the podcast. We did. And, Hugh, er, and UConn is now 19-12 and 12, heading into the AAC tournament. And They're, and they're they the have, five seed in the AAC conference tournament, yeah, right? And mm-hmm. I will be rooting for them to win the whole thing or at least get far and give themselves a bubble spot, hopefully, because I want to see this team in March. You know, that would be vintage UConn to just oh, not really can. have a good year and then just run the table in the AAC tournament to make it to the big dance. Yeah, I mean, but they're like five game close games away from being almost a near lock in the tournament because yeah. they've had, whatever, six overtime games, something like that, not go their way, which can be attributed to maybe not their ability not to close, I guess. Or maybe not experience. They're or not still experience. pretty young. That's team. true. Yeah, it could be either one. UConn's got a lot of good guards, some yep. yes. for their tournament. Yep. Yep. Book Knight, Vital. Oh, Book Knight. Vital's the, that's the guy to know. Gilbert. That's the name to know for UConn, Vital. I mean, they have been shooting the ball a lot better. They've been playing. They've been finishing games a lot better. Um, they're figuring out how to win, and that would be spooky if they get into the tournament in March as a 12 or 11 seed. Yeah. Um, I would certainly not want to play them. Uh, then we get some A-Sun action in the semifinal. Lipscomb beats North Florida, 73-71. You're awesome. On the road. What on happened? The road. They didn't shoot the ball well. They live and die by the three, and they did not hit the three ball. I mean, Lipscomb, credit to them. They played a good game. I'm a huge fan of uh, Andrew Fleming, who's a guard for Lipscomb. They're leading scorer. He had 26 that game, 12 for 16 from the field, 2 for 4 from three. Uh, he transferred from Iowa. I mean, we had Andrew Fleming transfer and Isaiah Moss transfer. 
Imagine Isaiah the things Moss that could have been done. Imagine the things that could have been done. And then three pe- three quality players getting injured. But, I mean, yeah, the story of the game was North Florida went 9 for 31 from downtown. So, yeah. 31 And they threes. rely on the three. Yeah, as you can see with 31 threes being chalked up by them, they kind of rely on the three ball. Um, but there's, they were still in it, 73-71. However, I mean, when you miss that many threes and waste that many possessions, it's going to come back to bite you. Um, but then we move on to the other ASON semifinal game. Liberty at home beats Stetson. Because remember, some mid-major tournaments, or they have the locations. teams play them at home. Yep. They're not neutral locations. And this was one of them, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Stetson was barely, actually... Barely beat Stetson. Stetson was up, by, was up at half, 25-22. Um, but Liberty really figured out how to uh, take control in the second half, got the job done. Senior Caleb Holmesley put Liberty on... On their back, on his back, this game, and basically carried them to victory. As you said, Stetson was up. He lifted them, gave them that spark. And this Liberty team, I think, is going to be scary in the tournament. They could be, but I hate Scotty James. That should yeah, be said. We'll, we'll get to their. We'll get yeah, to their to ace their, on their final. Their ace on final, which will prove why they could be a scary team. Yeah, but, but I'm, I'm just going to say, Scotty James is my least favorite player in college basketball. Really, I like him over Brad Davison. Yeah, over Brad Davison for sure. Wow. You only like Scotty James because you like Liberty, okay? I do not like Scotty James. He is just—he's got the uh, the high and tight. He plays with passion. <laughs> he, he plays with passion. He too much passion. He's just. Some would say anger issues. So some would say he may be considered a simp. I I would consider him to be a simp. Okay. Uh, but nice. M- MVC action. Drake takes on Illinois State for this is the first round. So Drake wins by ten. That is notable because of what they would do the next day, which we'll get into. We just want to take you step by step. Um, day by day here because there are a lot of uh, important games that are caused by other games in these conference tournaments. Mm-hmm. Domino um, effect. Green Bay, Horizon League quarterfinal, they they beat Oakland. Um, I believe Horizon League is neutral location, though. So, And I believe it's also irrelevant. I believe I could not tell you because I don't watch Horizon League basketball. Well, well I believe Green Bay is playing in the semifinal tonight. And then they could actually... Northern Kentucky. Yeah, and then they could actually win the final if they win that game because... We had an upset in the horizon tonight, so just had to throw How that out there. How much upset can it really be? Um, but one of the horizon. biggest comebacks of the night, Utah State gets it done against New Mexico, 75-70. New Mexico was up for a fair amount of this game. Um, Utah State really showed some poise. It's kind of Utah State's MO. Sam Merrill, 29. Sam Merrill? Yeah. Sam Merrill, just He's this so entire good. Mount West tournament. Mm-hmm. He was like in Mario Kart. You get that little star, invincible star. Like that's just what he was. He just, <laughs> he just dominated. It was not, It was actually not fair. I mean, he was ten of fifteen from the floor in this one against that's New Mexico. Extremely efficient. It's just so good. Also, Justin being fifteen rebounds, an absolute beast on the boards. Um, and then we get into a bubble team, Stanford. A little bit. They were getting pretty solid. This game would have really solidified them, but they lost on the road at Oregon State. The beeves, the beeves sw- swim to victory. Yeah, I feel like if they would have won Damn. that game, they would have been, they would have been just about locked in, still on the bubble per se. But when you lose to Oregon State, eh, that does some things you might not want. To not a credible loss. So Stan- Stanford is a team that probably will be in, but we do not. We are not ready to solidify them here in March because of that loss. Um, some American action, the AAC. Wichita State heads on the road to Memphis. Alex's Tigers get a win. Elite Eight bound, Alex? No, I think they're still on the outside looking in as of right now. To the tournament, that is, not yes. the Elite Eight. Yes. <laughs> for, those, for those of you that don't know, Alex made a bold prediction. The boldest Mem- of predictions. That Memphis would go to the Elite Eight. And that was after James Wiseman was done. Just clear that up. True. But let me just say, both of these teams are terrible, and I don't think either of them should, should make the bracket. A rational take that I agree with. All right, moving Shocker. on to some more action in the Pac-12. Um, Washington, on the road to Arizona State. Washington, the worst team in the Pac-12 this year. We and also about, the team we, that beat Baylor yeah, earlier in the season. Yeah, they did. That is insane. Crazy to say we that. We talked about this game last episode. Like, no way Washington can win. But they do. I mean, Washington hung 90 on Remy Martin and the Sun, and the sun Devils. Does this, does this hurt really the Sun Devils loss. a little yeah, bit? Yeah, the Sun Devils are kind of... That's know. the power of having Bill Walton announce your game. Crazy things can happen. Remy Martin was held in check. 2 of 14 from the floor. Struggle. Yeah. I mean, ASU going forward, if they make the tournament, maybe sneak in as like a 10 seed, they're going to need him to 
explode. To explode. Correct. Well, they're going to need defense, too. I mean, 90 points to Washington is inexcusable. That's LSU levels of defense. Is what <laughs> and, I, and Iowa and at Iowa. some points, you know. Um, we also have Arizona winning at home big over Washington State. So, again, not that good of a team. Um, but let's just – we got to take a moment to appreciate what Evansville did this year, beating Kentucky – on the road at Big Blue Nation as they were eliminated in the first round. Yeah, the, that's, okay. that's insane. Does someone want to go do a check on what their Missouri Valley Conference record was? I don't think they won a game in the Missouri Valley Conference. Well, they were 9-23 overall. Yes. And I think they won two games. I I, I believe two Like, games. let's take a step back. Oh, I, no, no, no. Actually, I'm sorry. 0-18. They were right. They won 0-18. 0-18. 0-18. That won 0-18 in the Missouri Valley Conference, which is a mid-major conference. You're not talking about the Big Ten here. Yeah. And in the loss that Kentucky suffered to Evansville has essentially gone underneath the rock. I mean, people sometimes bring it up here and there, but... Mm, I wouldn't say uh, it's gone underneath the rock. It's definitely a seed bump. What do we think Kentucky's going to be... Um. Come selection Sunday. A four seed? Three. Four. A three. Probably four. Okay. Three. Because they're going to win the SEC. Three. If they I win the SEC, them, well, obviously. I could very well see them on the two Current. line. No, no. This Currently. loss is what will hold them off the two line. This loss, this loss is a three. seed bump. Do not think that the selection committee is going to ignore this loss. A quad four They are on the three line right now. Three After or four. After beating They'll Florida be on the They'll road. They'll be a three. They're on the three line now. I, th- I strongly think they can get up to a two. Well, that's because you like Kentucky, and you always have. So there's a little bit of bias seeping in there. There is no bias, sir. Okay. I, I'm actually probably more of an, a Kentucky supporter historically than Alex's. Historically. <sighs> I picked them last year. I actually checked my But I'm talking about, like, go, go way back, all right? I've actually <laughs> okay. rooted for Kentucky. Okay, yes. okay, Luke. Right. Uh, just had to say Some that. Some relation, family relations or something. 13, it was a family relation, actually. Yes. Thank you. Yes, I know. Um, 13, Oregon. At home, whoops, Cal, 90-56. So a good win for the Ducks. Looking looking ahead, Ducks starting to surge, maybe. The offense, Quite possibly. You is, see, offense uh, is looking better. You see Peyton Pritchard won Pac-12 player of the year. I did. Did, As you, see, did, did, you, did, you, did you see Did you see Luca Garza won Big Ten player of the year? As he uh, also you see deserves. Greg Gard won Big Ten coach of the year? I'm Imagine so saying Steve that two months ago. <laughs> uh, Steve, you really choked that one away, buddy. Um, I think Greg just kind of stole it. He, I, don't yeah, think Steve, I don't think Steve choked it. I think Greg just took it. Underrated upset in the Mountain West, too. Wyoming beats Nevada 74-71 in the yeah. quarterfinal. Nevada. Nevada was a threat to San Diego State, in my opinion. And that's based threat. on they, they played think, close with them a few times. So. I think Wyoming just stole I'd a couple games. I don't think UNLV was a bigger threat to Yeah, they were both mm-hmm. upset earlier, yeah. Um, Wyoming axed their coach, too. Yeah, I saw <laughs> they, that. they made it to the semifinals of the Mountain West Conference, and they're like... We don't care if you're still done. You're done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mountain West basketball, gotta love it. Uh, move, then we move on to Friday. Biggest upset on Friday. Drake, 77. You and I, 56. You guys Domination. were making fun of me. You guys were making Luke, fun of me for Drake. Yeah. For days <laughs> and weeks. And I told you they were not the worst team in Iowa. And they proved it today. Lanes is the worst team in Iowa. Iowa for, State. For those oh, just man. beginning to kind of tune into the podcast, get ready for creating your bracket. You and I, University of Northern Iowa, was one of the most spooky mid-majors that people thought were going to go on a Cinderella run in March. Kind of like an 11 seed, maybe yeah. like the Loyola Rams. Ele- a pot, like a possible 10, 11 seed. Yeah. Like and the- they lose. I mean, they had a bye for like the first round, so not really the mm-hmm. first round. But the first round for them, they lose first round of the Missouri Valley Conference tourney. They're not. They're not getting in anymore. They're done. They're not going to be there, which is a shame. Yeah. Congrats on the NIT. Yeah. Though. I mean, respect. A little over a week ago, Drake lost to UNI at home, seventy to forty-three. So that's I a forty. Drake had a chance, and you were like, Drake does not have a chance. Well, that's game. why I'm said they didn't have a chance. They lost to them by that much. It was close in the first half. Just a forty-eight point half. swing on a neutral court. UNI went ten minutes without scoring. Yeah. Gotta gotta give credit to Drake there. Liam Robbins played really well. Uh, sophomore big man for Drake. I think he could he could be a potential MVC player of the year in the coming next two years. So it just when it comes to like mid major conference tourneys like this, like I love upsets except when it's in mid major conference tournaments. Yeah, because you want the, you skills. want the good team. You want to the come best mid majors to come out so that so that you can get the possible. best upsets in the big dance. Luke, this exactly. is not a bid steal. Because UNI has no chance of making the tournament. They're a six-loss team in a arguably weaker mid-major conference. But I'm also, I was just saying, Charlie's point, when worst teams win those conference tournaments, 
Then you have those teams getting in over exciting teams we want to watch, like a Wichita State or a Richmond Spideys, perhaps. I don't you think Wichita State qualifies mm-hmm. as exciting. Yeah, Wichita or, State or a is, Texas Tech. How about uh, that? that they're, they're, how about that? That's an exciting team. Um, but we have Bradley winning in the quarterfinal, 64-59 uh, against Southern Illinois. Um, Bradley, we're not going to talk go about that game. Some fun stuff. Yeah, like I, just, I just, I just keep, have, keep it moving. Just have to mention it because it's, it's they a, went. Did they not go to the finals? It's a cue. Just did they not win? Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, sadly, uh, Gardner Webb, kind of an inside joke here, made March lost on the road at Winthrop in the Big South tournament. Winthrop's a good team, and they're going to get a 16 seed probably. Eh, 15, no, they won't get a 15 16. 14, 15 14. 13. <sighs> Winthrop solid. A 13 for the Throppers. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Buffalo's in trouble tonight. However, they did go on the road and beat Bowling Green 88 84 that Friday. That was a fun game. I actually tuned into that one. Some action. Some action. Uh, anyway, the Zips won again that day. Uh, no shock to anybody anymore. Um, but we have Richmond going on the road to Duquesne. Richmond got it done, 73-62. So, the Spideys needed that one. Keeping their bubble hopes alive. Definitely. That's a great road win. Um, Sadly, Harvard did lose on Friday, 64-55 at home to Brown. Oh, just wait till their Saturday game. Just wait. Just wait until we get to that one. They were just resting for their next game. Yep. uh, As Yale beat Dartmouth on the road that day, (laughs) 72-61. And then we have Valpo. Big upset in the quarterfinals over Huge, Loyola yeah. Chicago. Yeah, that actually pissed me. In off. overtime, Loyola so, Chicago. So you had you and I, the one, the seed. one seed, lose that day. Loyola Chicago, the two seed, lose that day, and I believe the some th- Missouri Valley madness. And the three seed didn't lose. Actually, yes, the three seed did lose that day. I believe because Missouri State was a six seed, and they beat the three seed Indiana State seventy eight to fifty one. So the one, two, and three all went down in the mm-hmm. quarterfinals. So wow. if that's not March Madness to you, uh, then I don't know what is. But we had a big semifinal game in the Ohio Valley Conference. Austin P at Murray State. Murray State got it done. Advances to the final. We'll talk about that in a bit. We will. Um, and then Utah State gets it done against Wyoming, 89-82. Utah State's offense starting to step up. Sam Merrill starting to hit shots. I mean, Charlie, how about the Maggies? <clears throat> How about the Maggies? I'm saving my commentary on them to the final game. We can slander Utah State for what they did for, for being terrible in the beginning of the season, yeah. but at the end of the day, they have a lot of potential. Thank you. They're peaking they at the right time. They have a yeah. lot of scores. And that's really all you need when it comes to March. The whole beginning of the season, all that is out the window when it comes to March. It's if you're if you're hot, you're probably gonna stay hot. Yeah. And they're doing it right now. If and they you take they, anything away from this podcast. Remember that statement. That was a very intelligent statement by Wesley. CEO of knowledge. <laughs> All right, Wesley. Um, Villanova, it's moving on to Saturday now. 14 Villanova goes on the road to Georgetown. Starts off doing really well. I believe it was a 15-0 lead that they got out to. And, I mean, at halftime, they were only up 39-30. Georgetown just came storming back, but they fell short, and Nova pulled it out 70-69. to so. But the fact that they were able to put up a fight without Yurt Seven, without Mac McClung, that's, I mean, Alex, you can slander. Yeah, how can you You say can it? slander Pat Ewing all you want. But for him, what he's done had to go through this whole season. And to put up, like, a respectable 500 team in yeah. an extremely difficult Big East conference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, There's something to say about He had that. the dismissal of the players. He yeah. was without your yeah. seven James and McClung for several games. Getting More than several that. games, yeah, for yeah. Yurt Seven McClung. It's... It's been a turbulent season, to say the least, for the Georgetown. And honestly, I thought he's handled it pretty well. I think so, too. Both on the court and off the court. Um, Alex, you care to refute that? Not all the way, but he's probably... He's I mean, no yeah, way. they're without their two best players. They've put up nice fights. They've lost six yeah. straight, though, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But they also have, like... It's kind of like the Iowa situation. They probably, I'm guessing they probably have, like, six or seven scholarship guys playing right now. <laughs> they got to have something like that. Man. That was a rough rough stretch for Iowa and everybody, literally everybody was hurt. Um, but then we get into 17 Auburn. Looking like Auburn again on the road at Tennessee, 85-63 victory. Samir Doughty, 32 points. I love watching Samir Doughty play. Yeah, I do too. Very fun to watch. He's so fun to watch. Electric um, player. He's kind of the only like fun guy to watch at St. Auburn, though. Otherwise, they're kind of... Isaac O'Curl throws down some nasty jams every, every once in a while. Every once in a while. Yeah. Every blue moon. Then we move on. An upset that I thought was going to happen at Assembly Hall did not. 
Wisconsin Badgers secure themselves as the regular season champions of the Big Ten. Um, I, it's a share, right? It's a share. It's a three-way share. Three-way tie. But However, imagine, they have that tiebreaker. They have the tiebreaker. They do have the tiebreaker. But imagine having those words come out of your mouth a month and a half to two months ago. Wesley, I you, were, you, were, you were down and out on Wisconsin. I was so early. Down and out on Wisconsin. Down and out on Greg Gard. And now look at it. It's just Greg like, Gard, Big Ten coach of the year. I Wisconsin, I, Big I, Ten champs. Saying, saying Wisconsin sucks, Greg yeah. Gard sucks. The only Greg Gard still is, does suck. You, you said the only brightness is like Kobe King. No, Kobe, I, Kobe I King never leaves. said Kobe King was the only brightness. Pretty much. No, I said Michael Potter. and That I was said, after Kobe King left. Huh? No, it was not. Michael Potter was on the team for like five games before Kobe King left. And this, as soon as he came back, I said, Greg Gard needs to get this guy more minutes. Yep. And it took him about six games. And he finally figured it out. And Michael Potter and Kobe King leaving are the whole reason that this team turned around. But, I mean, this was a great game. Yeah, onto the game. I was just about to say. I mean, Indiana was up 51 to uh, 44 with like, you know, six minutes mm-hmm. and change left. And uh, Wisconsin outscored them. 16 to 5 the rest of the way. Yeah, and it, and down the stretch, Michael Potter on the offensive glass was an animal. He he single-handedly kind of brought them back into that game, I would say, because he dominated. He's got 11 boards, but I'd say 5 of those were offense or defense huge clutch rebounds down the stretch. Also, since we're talking about Wisconsin, like just on the next year, I think the Badgers are going to be pretty good next year. I think they're going to the be only a top Badgers, 15 team. The only Wisconsin real piece they're Iowa. losing is Brevin Pritzel. And he wasn't uh, – he's not a huge piece. He's, he's only not a four-star recruit. He's a, nice, he's, a, he's a nice piece, but I wouldn't I'd he's say he's – He's a spark plug, yeah. but he's not a <laughs> – But he's not, he's not a corner piece of sorts. Yes. And they got guys coming in too, so yeah, we'll see. I mean, Iowa and Wisconsin are going to be at the top of the Big Ten. In no particular order, it could be Wisconsin first. I mean, next year they're returning so many players – um, Minnesota's returning pretty much everybody too, so you're going to see even Big Ten's more gonna be another strong conference because mm-hmm. and there and the Big Ten always brings in good recruits. Um, but you, it is also kind of lucky for Wisconsin that Devontae Green cooled off significantly. Holy in the cow! Second to half. start this game, so that did not happen with Iowa. Oh my god! I almost but, lost it watching Devontae Green play. He had 15 points in like 10 minutes or eight minutes or something like that. Yeah, he was on fire, and I'm like. Imagine I, if I, did that Iowa for game two all apps. over. Yeah, yeah. I, t- I text Luke. I'm like, this is Iowa all over again. Yeah, and but I mean, off. Wisconsin's defense is also way better than Iowa's defense. Yep. So credit where credit is due. Uh, moving on to another Wisconsin team. This team not as successful as of late. Marquette goes on the road, loses to the Johnnies, 88-86. I knew this was going to happen. That's why I said it was going to happen. Alex, defend thoughts? your Golden Eagles, Alex. Marcus Howard is the only good player on the team. Um, <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> well. First, first, directly from the source. Um, Kobe McEwen played 11 minutes and had five turnovers. He was a non-factor. <laughs> no, I would argue that he is at a factor, and back. it is at a negative back, factor. We came back. We somehow scored 58 points in a second. Yeah, that, was, a, that was an impressive 20 comeback. Half. 20 at half. Two starters dropped eggs. That's good to see. Theo yep. John and Brendan Bailey both dropping <laughs> eggs. Yeah. I love to see Marquette it. Marquette had 20 turnovers. Story of the game. They're one the and six Johnny's, in their last dude. seven, Alex. Yep. That, that doesn't sound like a tournament team to me. They're no. fading at the wrong time. Uh, yep. Yeah, I've got that's all the time basically. Bad, bad, Every bad, single bad, year. Bad. I'm getting used like to it at this point. Um <laughs> any team say. basically is good. they're gonna wanna see Marquette in the tournament if they make it. That's just yeah, that's oh, just how it's bad a fair they're playing right now. Would you pick against Marquette right now, no matter the matchup? More or less. If they're like on a 10, no. 10 line. Okay. He's going to say no. Okay. No it, matter the matchup. It depends is a on the matchup. Step. That's a big step. It depends on the matchup. All right. Um, also, just got to brighten out his day up a little bit after that sad. I kinda, I, I, I'm sorry about that. But West Virginia <laughs> at home, 76-64 over number four Baylor. Me and Alex had West Virginia in this one. But so did Las Vegas. So let's not get too big for our bridges here, guys. But I mean still. Good still upset. Nice, it's still Good a nice upset pick, for yeah. West Virginia. It's still Wesley, a surprising upset. West Wesley likes it because he wants West Virginia oh, as a higher get seed. We, get West Virginia as high as he is possible because they are so fraudulent. I just do not buy into West they Virginia. They just don't have very many all. scorers. Exactly. And if a team pops, they're losing by 20. Uh, ETSU wins in the SOCON uh, quarterfinals. Imagine, imagine West Virginia versus ETSU. Oh, ETSU. Kind of a, six, a, a 6-11 matchup, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. Um, but then we have 6 Kentucky on the road at Florida. I tuned into this game. Great game. Florida dominated the whole game. Looks like Chomp Chomp Gator Swamp is going to go out with a, with a good senior night win, send everybody off right. But no, Kentucky came absolutely stormy back. 
behind Tyrese Maxey. He played amazing this game. And how about it? Nick Richards, the best. He was the player of the game. I love Nick Richards. Kentucky was, they Kentucky led in this game, for a total of eleven point six seconds. <laughs> like, just think about that. Florida was up seventeen with ten minutes and change left. And you know, according to those ESPN things that tell you how much of a yeah, percent, percent chance they have to win, they had a ninety-eight point seven percent chance to win. So Florida, great well, job. You choked that one away. Note about this game: Kentucky went on the road. And beat Florida without Ashton Haggins. Their point guard, their lockdown defender. Do you want to do you want to talk about Ashton Haggins a little bit? Ashton Haggins an anchor of their team too, by the way. Yes. But yes, Alex so apparently Ashton Haggins, like a video surfaced of him, resurfaced of him holding a lot of cash. Like if I'd estimate probably ten K in cash. And oh, basically yeah. it was a lot of money. Unless he had like one dollar bills hidden between there, <laughs> I which know. I don't think he did. And now there's like these rumors going around that Calipari paid him to come to Kentucky and he's still getting paid to play at Kentucky. So I feel like that would be who a, knows? a classic coach cal move. I personally <laughs> it just seems like I it. personally don't think anything's gonna happen, but if he happens Don't be surprised. Yeah. Kentucky stonks down come tourney time if he's out for sure. I would agree. As with crazy that. as it is to say Florida missed Kerry Blackshear during this game because Kerry Blackshear went down with an injury early this game. Although he wasn't playing well, 0 for 4 on field goals, no points. He had five boards, and he was keeping Nick Richards off the offensive glass yeah. and locking him down a little bit. And apparently that injury might sideline him for the SEC Conference Tournament. Which is stonks down for Florida. Yeah, that would not, that would not be great news for Florida. Nope. Definitely not. Uh, we move on to some Big 12 action. Number one, Kansas at Texas Tech. This was a great game. <laughs> Texas Tech could not quite pull it out. As Kansas wins 66-62. We could have a completely different narrative if... Because I think it's a combined like eight points from like that that Texas Tech has lost to Baylor and Kansas in their last two games. I'm like, telling you, Texas Tech is just the team game. that almost could. Yes. For whatever reason, they can't win close games. I know. And it might hold them out of the bracket this year. They got it really might. They got some good wins. I think they need two Big 12 wins to get in. 2013. They played Texas in the first round of the Big 12 Conference Tournament. Yeah. I think the winner of that game gets in. I think so, too. Like, there's really no that's simpler way to put it. Whoever wins that game, that's gonna be, everybody better be tuning into that game because that's going to be a bloodbath. That'll be a great yeah. game. Uh, I'm just going to say it because you guys are going to make fun of me either way. Notre Dame beats Virginia Tech at home. They're now 19-12. and 12. Watch out for this team in the ACC tournament, okay? I promise oh you, my Notre, God, Dame, just, Notre Dame's going to make yeah, a run in the but, ACC tournament. You got... Yikers, school. Believe me when you see it. I'm going to look out for North Carolina in the ACC tournament. Right. 14 seed in North Carolina. Imagine <laughs> saying that. North Carolina is a 14 seed in the ACC tournament. Behind... Behind like Pittsburgh. Pitt, Chris Likes in Miami. Mike Wake Forest. Wake Forest. Oh, Chris Likes in Miami. That's what it's worse. Grace, boy. Um, here's you an upset. In upset, I got very wrong. Uh, LSU at home takes care of Georgia 94 to 64. That's I thought Georgia was going to go in and, and win. But yeah, they have not, Anthony not Edwards, close. but Georgia's just still a terrible team. Yeah. This is good for LSU, though. That, yeah. that, that was a great game. A good defensive performance. So, not typical for LSU. Um, an upset I thought was going to happen at home for Purdue. Didn't happen. Rutgers wins did. on the road in overtime. Mm, let's go. 71-68. Alex says Marquette has a better chance than Rutgers of getting in the tournament. I, I really don't see it that okay. way. In frankly. reality, they're probably both in. But can yeah. we just celebrate? I mean, Rutgers won a, another road game. How about, anybody, second? How about Geo Baker? Just about to say it. Geo Baker hit two just clutch shots. One in regulation where... If they would have played maybe some better defense, they would have won the game on that. And just another absolute Turn. dagger in overtime. But my God, that Dunk. Rutgers not getting the Wait. rebound at the end of regulation almost cost them. So Purdue's guy, I believe it was um, Eric Hunter, right? Yes, Eric yes. Hunter was having a decent game, not great. He goes in, misses his floater, but he gets his own rebound, and then he gets fouled on the way up. Purdue's down one at this point. Goes to the line, knocks on the first free throw. This with like... Two seconds know, left. Two seconds left? Yeah. Then he misses the second free throw. Yep. Overtime. They needed that one. And if anybody did not see the dunk in overtime, Jacob Young. Oh, my oh, God. Abs, he over, popped, he, over Matt Harms. Seven foot two Matt Harms. Matt Harms went full on for the block. And Jacob Young is probably, what, 6'1", 6'2"? I would have said, yeah, 6'2", 6'3", tops. 6'3", tops. 
dunked over a guy. That's a that's like a probably. A do you guys recall difference. how the announcer described this? I do not. I wrote know. it down. Yes. That's how we Please, I do, but I can't. That was a it. Prius dunking yes, on a that run- was it. That was a Prius dunking on a runaway beer truck. Does that make any sense? Absolutely not. <laughs> However, I feel like it was an app description. It's um, the kind of thing I would say. But let's talk about Joe Baker. He's the best closer in all of college basketball. I okay. have something to say. Okay. This Iowa is a big debate here on Made in March. Someone please DM us who is the best closer in college basketball. The three candidates. Geo Baker of Rutgers. There's only two. There's only Io DeSumo of Illinois or Kamal Bar- Kamar Baldwin of Butler. Geo and Iowa are both. Yeah. It's Geo. It's Geo or Iowa. It's Geo. I think it's Iowa. <laughs> I can't decide. Geo's it's percentage so of but either game time, game winning shots that go in. I haven't seen him miss one. I haven't seen Entire Io miss either. Yeah. Io's I would also say, like, Io is dominant in the last, like, two and a half minutes. Gio is great, like, last second kind of shot. Io's had last second shots, and he kind of Gio dominated. is dominant the last, the last two, three minutes. What you can say about both. It's so close. They're both incredible. Yeah. I had I, to give it to Gio. I'll put the ball Io. in either of their hands. That's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Over Kamar Baldwin. Kamar yeah. Baldwin, not going to discredit how good Kamar Baldwin is, though. Okay. I would agree with that. Kamar Baldwin's got two He's got it too. filthy game winners, though. Yeah. That's uh, right. Eight Seton Hall trying to win the Big East regular season title on the road at 11 Creighton. But Creighton Says wins the no. Big East regular season title. 77 to 60 at home. The Blue Jays. Well, Creighton, Seton Hall, and Villanova sure. all share sure. well, the yeah. Big East regular season title. Seton Hall's going for But outright. I believe, is Creighton the one seed, huh? though, I believe? Seton Hall's going for outright in this yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe Creighton was, is now the one seed. They're now the one, and yep. Seton Hall dropped to the three line. Hmm. Do you guys see that Marcus Zagorowski got hurt for Creighton? Yes, yeah. I did. At the end of the game, he was on the bench, and it didn't look terrible. It was his knee. They said it's not it bad. It appears to be minor. That's but I said. really hope he's okay. Yeah. I do, too. If this I mean, is going to be a team that could make the Final Four, dare I say national championship game, need he them. needs to be healthy. He I've, been he- I've heard speculation from fans about how they think Seton Hall is going to go really far. Now, that could happen. They have the explosiveness for it. But I don't know if I believe in Miles Powell this year as much as I did last year. Mm, However, the key, the key to their team that could take them there, Sandro Mamukalashvili. Spedular Ned. Yeah, Sped Ned. Ned. He's the key to their team. I think their key is Quincy McKnight. I think it's Sped, Sped, Sped Ned. Qu- well, Quincy McKnight is all... I, I said that earlier, but now I say Mamukalashvili because Quincy McKnight has become a little bit more consistent as they've gone on. Um, you know who hasn't been consistent? They've kind of been like Marquette lately. Except they had they like, started with a better ranking. Colorado gets upset on the road at Utah in overtime. They've lost four straight. The Utes. Skull buffs. Not good scary. for you and I, by the way. If if Colorado yeah. won all those four, <laughs> you and I might be in a last four in conversation yeah. right now. It wasn't that long ago that Colorado was ranked like fifteenth, sixteenth. Yeah, nation. that's true. And they kind of hovered just around that a point. Downward forever. spiral. Also, I don't want to discredit what Dayton's done this year, but. A fan reached out to me and made a point, saying, "Who is Dayton beaten? They, the only the two te- the two ranked teams they've played they've lost to in Kansas and Colorado. I still think Dayton's an explosive team, obviously, and they deserve the one seed. But that's kind it's of a valid going criticism. into March. It's a valid yeah, criticism. It's a very valid Absolutely. criticism. However, they're undefeated in a ten play. Like, what do you want them to do? Just win by fifty every yeah. game? And I mean, and, and the a and, and the two teams they lost to, ranked Kansas." I think they were the best the team in the nation yes. and ranked Colorado. Both the games went into overtime. And Colorado wouldn't have won if it wasn't for a buzzer beater three. So you can you can look at it glass half empty. I kind of prefer to look at it glass half full. They they had a real shot to win both those games. That's fair. Moving on. This was my personal favorite buzzer beater of the weekend. No disrespect to Kamar Baldwin. But USC at home against UCLA in a big bubble matchup in the Pac-12. A little bit of pac UCLA, I think, would have won the regular season for the Pac-12 if they won this game. However, USC at home comes down. It's a big step back three to win. I mean, USC's 22-9, and nine, but they're not getting much respect put on their name from what I see. I mean, they have Onyeka Okongwu. I finally learned how to pronounce his name, by the way. It's Onyeka. I think I was going, I think I was pronouncing it Okenya before. Yeah. Onyeka Okongwu, the big O. He's obviously the centerpiece of their team, and I think this win could put them in the big dance. I mean, thoughts? They they already would have been in the you big dance, it, yeah. in my opinion. But now this will get them solidifies a higher seed. it. Yeah, yeah that's definitely. Because um, UCLA is not a credible win. To yeah, win. absolutely. As, as, as much as you could have never said that about a month or a month and a half ago when they were battling, and at then the Sh- very Sh- end Sharif, with Sharif dipped. 
Sharif O'Neal dipped out of there, and Mick Cronin just said, we're going to go to Rhode I think we're overstating the importance of Sharif O'Neal yeah. dipping out of there, okay? If he was not related to Shaquille O'Neal, it, it wouldn't even be mentioned. You know, that's, that's kind fair of... That, that's a valid criticism. <laughs> uh, but we get back to some conference tournament action. Missouri Valley. Bradley wins 76-66 against Drake. Moving on to the finals. R.I.P. Luke's. So I, I watched this game. Drake was Drake was hanging with them for a while. But then at the end, I mean, Drake was tired. Bradley was just a stronger team. Just a better just, team. They, they didn't miss shots. By the way, they have a top 10 shooter in the nation. Just so you guys know that. In, um, Number 25. In, in Canel. Canel. Yeah. That's it. Nate Canel. Yeah, top 10 statistically, statistically top 10 shooter in the nation. So definitely something to look out for. Um, but then we have 10 Louisville at 22 Virginia. Louisville kind of blew this one. I'm not going to lie. You, you let me down, Cardinals. And you make Alex happy. So that makes me double sad. <laughs> you can't even slander Virginia at this I've point. Been, I've been on I they, will, and I'm going to tell you why. They finished second in the ACC. Kihei Clark, by the way, big three-pointer. He's starting to hit bigger shots for them. Oh, he, if we want to add a player into the clutch conversation to like a second tier, Kihei Clark would be one tier down those th- uh, below those three guys. But you say I can't slander Virginia. Well, I'm going to. Virginia started out 4-4 four and, uh, four and four in uh, ACC play. Since then, they've only lost one game. Big credit to Tony Bennett. They are playing a lot better. They're not embarrassing anymore. However, I'm not fully bought in. Because the margins of victory of their last 11 games, listen to this. Average of four is my I I wrote them all down. Two, five, seven, one, two, 13. Oh, nice. Three, three, two, two, three. And they know how to win close games. Don't matter. <clears throat> you could say that. Cavaliers. You could say that. They There's know how to win close games. There's two sides to this argument. There's two sides. You could say they know how to win close games, or you could say the, that's, the coin that's is how they landing. Play. On... Every single game Virginia plays is going to be close. That's their style of play. They are the second, actually the slowest. Second slowest is the Liberty Flames. Um, but Pace yeah, play? that's just how Badgers they play. Yes, play. Oh, you can you can say that that they play slow, but that doesn't mean and that the margin of victories are going to be little. That doesn't mean they're always going to win those small margins of victory, though. I don't think that this is sustainable come March. I will not be having the defending national champions going that far in my personal bracket. I mean, but Nuora did put up a double double against Virginia, and I like to see that yes. because Nuora was back, struggling a little bit. If he gets back so, to his November ways when he yeah. was averaging like twenty two and ten, Louisville. They could make some noise. I don't know. Louisville has not like been showing Louisville. me all that much as of late. Nora's got to get back to his his November ways. This but. is this is the rhetoric that I was spewing last year about Louisville when I picked them to go to my <laughs> final four, but then they lost to Minnesota. One year too soon, right, Luke? So are you picking them to win it? No, all I'm this not year? picking them to go anywhere this year. <laughs> I'm I, not either. I don't. Yeah. I don't buy into them. No rhetoric. Um, like who would we say their secondary Ryan, player is? David Ryan, Johnson. I mean, Ryan yeah. McMahon started yeah, so to hit that's threes not good again. Enough for me. So if McMahon off the bench, if McMahon can hit threes off the bench, though, that would also help in NC, in March Madness. Like in the they need NCAA Enoch, tournament. that their big guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 He needs Enoch. to just gobble up rebounds down low for them to to be good. Uh, we have Senior Day, the Big Ten Chicago team, Northwestern. <laughs> Takes care of Penn State, number 20, on home court. I don't think Penn State... Depressing for Penn State. Penn State led barely ever in this game. Just in the middle a little bit, if at all. Like, Northwestern... If we're talking about teams that are fading right now... Penn State is one of them. Penn State is okay, fading. I'm going to tell you why they're fading. They haven't had Mike Watkins the past two games. And Mike Watkins is actually yeah, a, pretty, he's a key, key piece to their team. He's a key piece, but... But, he, but still, you should be able to beat Northwestern. It's, yes, it's you should be able to beat Northwestern in your sleep. And don't say you Providence, can't beat anyone Providence, in your sleep. Providence did not beat Northwestern in your sleep. Well, and, Providence and did not a lot Providence. of teams. Providence, the Providence lost to Penn, incredible. Long Beach State, and all those teams early in the Charleston. season. Charleston, yes. They if you want to bring switch. up November basketball, that's fine. But you can do that for any team. Lamar Stevens, Penn State's best player. Like, he scored 18. He had 5 for 20. But he was 5 for 20. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still just can't get over the fact that Miles Dredd had he should be in consideration for national. Miles Dredd had what? Uh, fourteen. I like Miles Dredd. I think if, if he if he starts to play good for Penn State, um, I still am not counting this team out, even though they've had a tiny fade. I'm not counting them out, but I'm counting them out at this point. Fading. I don't like Penn. State. You know what I would argue? Yeah, I'm counting them out. I don't like Penn State. You know what I would argue is a worse loss than that, though. Like given like the resume that you need to get in, Texas at home to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma yeah, State this was, was up awful. by like twenty to thirty points the entire oh game. Oh my god! I said unacceptable. 
Oklahoma State 43, Texas 21 that? at half. At half. They were up 22 points. You hear that? What's that? That's the sound of Texas bubble oh, popping. <laughs> okay. Not really, though. I think if Texas beats Texas Tech, actually, probably in. In, their, um, probably in. in the Big 12 Conference Tournament, they could be in. They absolutely could be. But, like, Okie State... You can't lose to Okie State. <laughs> That's the depressing loss. Oh, Shaka. Texas did not lead once in this game, by the way. That's embarrassing. There was one tie. When it was two to two, <laughs> I mean that's just Woo! <laughs> really shaka. I mean, that's a really shaka should, moment. It is really shaka. He he still should get fired. I I'm on you guys' train. Ah, uh, Syracuse not going to the big dance. Miami beats Thank them you. in overtime. Oh, thanks, Luke. Chris likes. Not was did they <laughs> dribble dribble guy? <laughs> However, this was not in the tournament. But didn't Miami beat Syracuse today too? No, or no, was no. that just no, Friday? No. Okay. I was referring to that game. Okay, I mean. So they still have an option, but they would need to go on a crazy They would run. need to win the crazy ACC run. They need to win the entire tournament. Yeah, I think they're the sixth seed bid. right now, but it's it's not going to happen. They're not the sixth seed. I, I think they're the sixth <laughs> I think they're like the eight or the nine. No, they're not that low. I just saw it the other day. Um, mm. So did I. Doesn't. <laughs> I, well, I saw it too, so. All right. Continue. Uh, 7th Florida State wins at home big against Boston College. Florida State's being consistent. Yep. Not only that. They're hot hot right now. They're the sole ACC regular season champs. First time ever for Florida State. And this is like one of the deepest teams that um, Florida State's had in a while. I mean, they're all deep teams, but this is insane. They have like 13 guys play, which is incredible. Mm -hmm. Same with West Virginia. Yeah, West Virginia's ass. Sorry. Also, Florida State, normal, they have the defense every year, but this year they're bringing the offense to the party. So, this could be a team to watch out for. Shout out Leonard Hamilton. Shout out Leonard Hamilton. He's done a great job there as coach. A yes. team that's, that we shouldn't be watching out for anymore is Arkansas. Pretty much really making their hopes super. Yeah. Like, kind of sad not, about that one. Who did they lose to? Texas a What a great week for Texas A&M. Beating Auburn and You would Arkansas. be that guy to say that, Alex. I, yeah, I will say it. It's a, it's a fair thing to say. Yeah, but credit to Buzz Williams, I guess. I, yeah. I can get behind Mark that. Mark has wishing I the I love back. Buzz. Yeah, he's wishing the... He's, yeah, we are wishing. There's been, there's, been a little bit, there's been a little bit of buzz around College Station the past week, if I do say so myself. Um, nice. And then Mountain West Championship Final. Actually, this is my favorite buzzer beater. I changed it. USC was cool, but Sam Merrill is number one. Oh, he's so good. If that ain't a dagger, buzzer beater to win in the Mountain West Final to give them an auto bid to the tournament. Utah State, 59, 5 San Diego State, 56, suffering only their second loss of the season. I don't know if you could have played better defense on that shot. No, you couldn't have. I don't think so. He was plastered. Listen. Sam Merrill is going to the NCAA tournament. Thus, we are all winners. It is going to be so fun yes, to watch, watch him play. I'm so excited to see them get knocked out in the first round. It is they probably I'm, won't. I'm I don't know how you can say that. Them, I'm excited to see SDSU get Sam Merrill in the is that round. Yeah, SDSU, if they have to play in Iowa, perhaps. I think they're so. A, a Xavier, if they get a, a two, Xavier, perhaps. If, yeah, if they get a two, and they got like a seven two matchup. They're gone. You're gone. Yeah. SDSU is not going far, but Utah State, you said you'd, you're excited to see him get bounced in the Well, that was round. just to poke the bear. Yeah, that's fair. Huh. But they've been playing a little bit better lately, and Sam Merrill's the kind of guy that can just will teams to a win. I would say they're playing a lot of bit better. Yeah. So Alex said Sam Houston State was going to win the, um, the Southland Conference. I said it once Bong. at a point, too. But we, oh, both, yeah, we, did, both, we did both pick SFA for this game. SFA improves 28-3, beats Sam Houston State at home 68-57. Sam Houston State was in this one for a while, but SFA pulls away at the end. Sam Houston State went on a scoreless stretch of eight minutes, I think. So credit to SFA's defense because I believe that Sam Houston State was up by like six. Yeah, Kevon Harris played awful, but SFA, 18-1 in the Southland Conference, 28-3 overall record. Now, if they do lose in the Southland Conference final, are they in the tournament still? I say this as one of the biggest SFA fans on earth. Oh boy. I don't think so. That I think their really I think their conference is so garbage that if no they respect. If, if they don't win, you're not going to get a two-bid Southland conference. It just doesn't sound doesn't roll off the tongue. So they have to get the job done. They got to win their semifinal game and their um Southland conference final game to get into the tournament, which they should do. They've been dominating the Southland all year. Mm-hmm. Save for the one Texas A&M creamed corn game, 
So I really, really hope my Lumberjacks just get the job done. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if they do, which they should, I don't want to jinx things, they're going to be scary in the big dance. That's a 12 seed. I bet they'll, they'll get an 11 if they win, actually. Really? I think they could move up to an 11. I would, 11. I I would, would argue they would not get an 11. I would love to see it. I would love to see it. Then they would get beat by Iowa. So, But that's a discussion for another day. Okay. All right. And That's then a we discussion have, for the Bracket Breakdown podcast. Yeah, and then we have... Which will be a week from today, actually. You're right, it will be. Most fun podcast of the year. We do have the best rivalry in college basketball. UNC at 12 Duke. Duke somehow won the last time they played. I don't really know how it happened, but it just did. Trey Jones happened. Trey Jones kind of got a little bit lucky, too. I'll admit it. But Duke handles business, 89-76 at Cameron Indoor. Alex, do you have thoughts on this game? You know, looking at UNC's roster, I actually I don't know how they're this bad. They have some good players. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Armando Bacot, Garrison Brooks, Leaky Black, Leaky Cole Black. Anthony. Leaky Black is not know. good. Let's Leaky leave Black it there. is solid. He's not that good. I just mm-hmm. don't know how they're this bad. Yeah, I mean, I think it's because Roy Williams basically. I think he punted. kind of yeah he, he punted, punted he punted, he punted, punted on, on his team. He's like ah, I've he got punted it. about two months ago. He's like I have four or five stars coming in next year. I am going to give up. <laughs> Yeah. He said he said this team is just the worst team I've ever coached. Yeah, I mean he literally did say that. <laughs> Basically said like there's no future. I mean, come on. But at the same time, they aren't proving their worth at all on the court. Uh we have the SoCon Championship quarterfinal. Big upset. Wofford beats Furman. 77-68 Furman was one of the, key, the was jet. one of the key pieces to Charlie's two bid SoCon, which is not going to happen anymore. RIP the dream. Of a two-bit SoCon. It's it's it was kind of sad, but at the same time, it made ETSU's road a little easier. Who, you know, if I have a horse in the race as as far as the SoCon is concerned, it's ETSU. I don't think either of your SoCon world predictions I are think, going to come true. Yeah, I don't true. think they're going to come true. I, I don't I don't think so either. I don't think ETSU is going to get that single-digit seed like I called two and a half months ago. But if if we're just looking back that I called that two and a half months ago, and they're probably one of the best mid-major teams to. That's going to make the bracket, not the worst. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but TCU tried to play spoiler again against Oklahoma, who is who. If they would have lost this, they would have dropped to bubble status. Um, so TCU was up forty four twenty six at half. Then a, a player, Austin Reeves, not typically a player for Oklahoma, that scores the ball. His, his jumper, Manic, his jumper is Sigu. butter though. Yes, it is. He had forty one points. <laughs> Six assists. That's crazy. And by and by the way, Oklahoma. including a buzzer beater to win the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell of a game. So I just got to say, there were several buzzer beaters this weekend. And this is just an indication that March is upon us. It is. Is it not? Couldn't have said it better. I mean, but Christian Doolittle had another good game. He's really been playing well for them. That's like his fourth double-double in a row. So, I mean, Oklahoma, if Christian Doolittle really starts to play this well. You really like Oklahoma, don't I, you? Christian Doolittle is one of the most underrated players in the country in my opinion at this point. Uh, Brady Manick is not that good anymore, though. So He's a once keto, again, he, keto status. he gives me pedophile vibes. He creeps me out. Uh, we talked about Bradley advancing to the MVC tournament final. Uh, Valpo, the seven seed, wins against the six seed, Missouri State, 89-82, to get to the MVC final. That's a 7-4 final in their conference seeding. That's mm-hmm. wild. I mean... Nobody would have thought that that would happen in that conference when you have you and I, Loyola Chicago. Um, but Providence gets it done at home against a DePaul team that <laughs> apparently they beat a team that's in the tournament, right? Yeah, Marquette, Marquette. Marquette. Yeah. 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 I, I guess. I, I if, think this if this just doesn't just. If this DePaul. Providence won 93 to yeah. 55. If this manslaughter does not tell you something like Marquette doesn't really. Techni- they deserve, but they don't deserve that. <laughs> However, it, after, that's just, it's just tough to see. After we slam Alex, we must bring him back up. Credit where credit's due. Mississippi State, 69-44 to at home on senior night. Possible trap night. Possible Miss. trap game. Yeah, I mean, no way. Not, not Alex, Mississippi State, are you, are you still liking them? Or I think they're of? sitting first four out right now. Um, they're going to need some teams in front of them to lose, and they're going to need to win a few games in their tournament if they want to get in. So do you think they will get in? I don't think so, unfortunately. I don't think my bold prediction is going to come true. But there's still a chance. You never know. Got to believe until it's all over. Remy Martin and Arizona State bounce back, get a win against Washington State at home, 83-74. Number three, Dayton. 
had game day for the first time in forever. I saw a sign slandering Luka Garza from the Dayton faithful, and that's just not okay. He's better no. than Obi Toppin. So <laughs> that's not no, he's not better than Obi Toppin. But uh, yes, Obi is. will run away with the Wooden Player of the Year award. Mm, I wait, truly think so. Wait mm. until you see what Luka Garza does in this year's tournament. It's a two-horse race between Luka and Obi. It and is. That's funny to say that it's both big guys. That's crazy. That, I, I do enjoy that. A return to hardcore. If Marquette was YMCA if Marquette was semi decent, Marcus would be in the conversation. But Marquette's bad. So. The anyway. only other player that I think has even the furthest outside of shot would be Peyton Pritchard or Devin Dotson. or Devin Dotson. or Devin Dotson. Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, Dayton had game day. Uh, that number three Dayton, they won at home 76-51 over George Washington. So congratulations, big whoop. But then we get into an Ivy League rivalry. Harvard won the first time over Yale. Me and Charlie support uh, Harvard. Wesley and Alex are staunch Yale supporters. Not a great. And there is a guys. line in the cement, in the cement. Yes. on this table. You can yeah. feel it. You can. Yeah. You can feel the tension. Harvard wins again at home, eighty-three to sixty-nine. They beat Yale on the road last time. That's now a butt whooping too. Well, what I hate say to say you? it. Well, I hate to say it, but. These games don't really matter because no Ivy League is getting in that large. You yeah, know, what? of all the things you could have said, I respect that. Yeah, I this game the really I respect irrelevant. it. Uh, but I'm ready for a three-peat over Yale for Harvard in the I Ivy League tournament. Yale's bouncing back. They're not losing a three. Come the, on, thing, the thing is, come on. Like, I don't understand the Ivy League. I don't know how you can play back to like games on back-to-back. It's so unfair. It's like, it's for it's their not, studies. It's not a true... Don't want to interrupt the school week. Look at a rat's ass. They're not playing two games in a row exactly. every week. That Saturday game, they're just cooked. <laughs> you want old Johnny to miss his economics class on a Wednesday afternoon? Hell because yes. Harvard doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just going to point this out because I don't think we talked about it last podcast, maybe briefly. Jackson State won 54-51 at Alabama A&M. But last time Jackson State played in their home game, Snacks... We Kid did three. mention this. We did mention this? Okay, but look it up. Snacks Big Jackson snacks. State. <laughs> snacks Jackson State hits three on senior night. It is it is one of the A best moon, videos I've ever shot. Um, just to rub some salt in the wound, I just want to make you guys feel pretty good, make myself feel pretty bad. SMU loses on the road to USF. Good work, Luger. So, uh, so I mean, that was I don't even need to say anything. Like Rhode Island, 64, UMass, 63. The Rhode Island Rams. Are they going to work themselves back in a bubble conversation, the A-10 tournament? Or no. no. I don't they're know not, if they are, but they don't not. deserve to be on the bubble. They're not no. that good. They're not good. UMass? Are you kidding me? I can see it. <laughs> I don't see it at all. I, I don't – nope. I can see them working their way back onto I the do bubble. Not. I don't think they'll get in, though. They will not make the tournament. That's a hard no for me. Hard no. Um, we move on. St. Louis wins at home 72-49. I think they've won a few in a row at this point. So watch out for them in the A-10 tournament. Uh, but then we have Cincy at home, 64. Temple, 63. Cincy keeps winning. They keep getting away with it. They keep winning these, like, one to two point games. And, and now Charlie hates me for it. So Yeah. yeah. Accurate. Uh, OVC championship. Murray State and Belmont. Belmont wins 76-75. Tight game. Punching their ticket this, into March Madness. The, did anyone see the play their coach drew up? It was brilliant. It was so good. It was like a tie game, right, with like nine seconds left? Yep, and they ran a little little pick for the guard come, coming around to the left. Backdoor Guy cut. Guy backdoor cut, a little mm. reverse layup with two seconds left. Just, you couldn't draw it up anymore. I mean, earlier this season, we thought it was going to be a two-horse race for... Who's going to win the OVC? It was between Murray State and Austin P. It looked like, but then Belmont really surged in the middle of the season. Back to back OVC, yeah, back to back OVC champions. Low key, Belmont versus Murray State is beginning to become like a really fun, like kind of newish rivalry. Agreed. Uh, also, another upset in the SoCon quarterfinals. Just like Furman went down, the other team that would have helped your tubid SoCon also went down in flames. UNC Greensboro loses to Chattanooga. That was a bad upset. It's kind of become UNC Greensboro's thing yeah. to win like 24 games a year and, lose, and not win the SoCon and conference really tournament. Disappoint. But hey, that's just a testament to how good the SoCon is. Um, mm-hmm. Another good buzzer beater, which we were talking about, good closer in Kamar Baldwin. Butler 72, Xavier 71. What a dagger. Just Kamar. solidifying. Xavier had to move down to like the 10 spot, you know, so that way, because it's South, San Diego State went down to is going to go down to the two line. So, I mean, Xavier just has to get a 10 so they can fulfill my dream and prophecy <laughs> of beating San Diego State in the round of 32. Um, I, we've been, I've been talking about this for podcasts, so kind of an inside joke for those of you who are new to listening. Kamar is so good. He's Career another, high 36. 
he's another player that if the Big East didn't have Marcus Howard or Miles Powell would be in strong consideration for Big East Player of the Year. He shot he was thirteen to twenty five from the floor, thirty six points. Career high for Kamar. In strong consideration for so Team good. of the Week should have been Washington. They beat Arizona on the road as well too. That's two big wins for Washington this week. Not that it matters for them, but yeah. they're just spoiling other people. Charlie really doesn't like Arizona, so I figure that win would satisfy him more or less. Oh, it did. Uh, Stanford <laughs> Trust at, me, it did. Stanford at 13, Oregon. Oregon had a nice bounce-back week. I didn't know that they could get it, but they did. They got it done. 80-67 against a Stanford team that was looking good before And they're this outright Pac-12 regular season champs. Yep, mm-hmm. that is correct. On the back of Peyton, Peyton Pritchard. Um, and then St. Mary's almost loses to Pepperdine. Or Pepperdine, however you want to say it, and but they win in double overtime. Uh, they play in the semifinals of the WCC tonight against BYU. So which will be a great game. St. Mary's needed that to keep their hopes alive, because I mean, and if they go to the finals, could be put on bubble watch. Uh, then we move on to Sunday, twenty-five Michigan at nine Maryland. Stick Smith, what well, Stick Smith and Anthony Cowan are back. Maryland, say. Maryland played so good. I they mean, did. oh, thank it, you, it, Those words aren't coming out of my mouth. I mean, Wiggins with 15, 18 for sticks, Ayala had 19, and Cowan had 20. Like, Michigan didn't even play that bad. John Teske was they, non-existent, they, they just played a Maryland team that would beat anyone. <laughs> Maryland played so good. It's fair to say. Yeah, they, I, kept, they kept them off the boards big time. Teske only had three rebounds. Franz Wagner only had two rebounds, who's been a king of double-doubles lately. I mean, Tessie's kind of overrated. I feel like when Xavier personally. Simpson leads the team in rebounds. Well, that's that's not good. <laughs> yeah, like a five foot eight. But David DeJulius did have twenty off the bench, and I love David DeJulius yeah. in the coming years. Um, but Memphis at twenty one, Houston. The Tigers do not win this one. The Cougs bounce back. Yep, Quentin Grimes. The Cougs can always bounce back. The Cougs always bounce back. But Quentin Grimes did it himself. I think he had like twelve straight points. He had like a personal 12-0 run or something like Houston, that. Houston just has to lose one and win like two or three so they can hang on that 20-25 to 25 line in AP poll. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They've been there for a minute. Yeah, it's just kind of what they do. But then we get in some, in some finals here. Hampton at Winthrop. Winthrop punches their ticket to the big dance. They look pretty good in this game, not going to lie. Big South champs. Winthrop's kind of won the Big South... Like a lot. Yeah. What have they won? Like three straight years? Uh, because the no, big South. last year Gardner Webb won oh, the Big yeah, South. How dare Thank you, you very much. How dare <laughs> you? That was an attack on my religion, to be honest with you. Um but no, then, Winthrop's a solid team. Then we have some more uh final action. Bradley dominates, beats Valper beats Valpo in M V C. Bradley looked really good. Except I don't think they're going to get above a 15 line, which is not very good for them. Last season. year they were on the 15 line, though, and, and they gave Michigan State all they could handle. Yeah, yeah it was down to like last three, four minutes, and then Michigan yeah. State pulled away towards the end. But yeah. Trust me, I know. I had Michigan State Ooh. winning it all last year, and it was scary, scary time. A scary sight to and see. And by the way, Colgate and Boston University will be playing in the Patriot League final. Colgate is not that bad of a team if they get a 14 line. Okay. They had experience last year. They did give Tennessee a run for their money for a while. The toothpaste so, team. Toothpaste, toothpaste gang. gang. Uh, but then we had A7 Championship, the finals. This becoming a pretty big rivalry between Lipscomb and Liberty. Uh, but Liberty takes it two years in a row on the championship. Liberty, Liberty. Mayo Baxter Bell, player to watch oh. out for for that. Oh, he is big fella. Hilarious. Num- number zero, what is he, 6'5", six, 260, six, I think it was, 255, something like yeah. that. But he is a unit and wow, he looks way bigger than 6'5". He's in the a lane. unit for sure. Tell me if you guys are... Like, agree or disagree with this statement. Liberty's style of play is kind of like a bootleg Virginia. I would yeah. agree. Yeah. Like, like they, had, they, had, they had decent offense in that game. Yeah, they, they were they hitting were some shots. They were explosive in this game. Yeah, they like they looked like a team where you're watching their mid-major final and you're, you're like, like, oh, well, I they, am picking them yeah. in my bracket. But and, then and, and, and hey, you still could. Their record is great. They, they compiled a ton of wins. That's what you want to look for in a mid-major team. Only thing I will say is that their offense is not normally that good. I so agree. Yeah. buyer beware. Yeah, earlier in the tournament, they beat NJIT by five or six points, and then they beat Stetson by like four. So like just too close to games. I don't know. I'm kind of. It was most yet. definitely a nice win though, and congrats to them for punching their ticket. Congrats to them, exactly. Yep. Getting into some AAC action. We have UConn winning again at Tulane. 19 and 12 UConn going into the tournament. Mentioned it earlier. Watch out for them in the American tournament this week. Personally, my two favorite tournaments to watch this week are going to be the American, the AAC, and the A-10. 
just to see what happens. Like with and the Ivy final. No, I'm I'm waiting on that Southland conference. Oh my god. Okay, you know. that's the first. Uh, Tulsa at Wichita State. Wichita State gets a big win. Kind of keeps them in the tournament because I've seen the them mostly hopes. in the last four in. Uh, Seventy nine fifty seven. Very convincing. So this they did what they need to do in this one. Uh, ETSU advances to the final, cruising past West Carolina, ninety seven seventy five in the SoCon. Um, and then we had 19, Ohio State at 16, Michigan State. Michigan State pulled away at the end of this game, won 80-69. It was great to see Cassius' senior day sent off right. I mean, oh, yeah. truly one of the best players in Michigan State history. All-time Big Ten leading assist leader. And in this game, he went 10-14 of 14 from the field, 27 points. Yeah. Great send-off. That's a great send-off because normally it's more of a distributor. He'll drop 15-20, to 20, but this is just a what a good go out. Mm-hmm. Shout out, quick shout out to my boy Racket Watts. 19 points, 5 he, boards. He banked in a 3, it was hilarious. Um, but Elon Ellen? It's Elon. Elon. Elon upsets William and Mary in the Colonial quarterfinal. R. William and Mary tribe. thought it was their year. Have they ever I'm, been to the tournament? No, they've never been to the tournament. Oh, I this, thought was, this their was their year. year. <laughs> it was their year. But it's not. It um, appears to be Ofstra's year. Nathan Ofstra. Knight, you did not disappoint this year. Yep, but. I'm sad I don't get to see him in March Madness. That's so, another guy. Rip to that. Jones, um, Sam, all those guys. But then the SoCon, Wofford beats Chattanooga 72-70 for a Wofford ETSU showdown, which was tonight. Uh, 18 Iowa at 23 Illinois, a little bit later at night. Iowa... Was down and out kind of this whole game, but then they came storming back at the end. It was a good first half. It was physical. Refs were terrible for both teams. I can say that, and that is unbiased. Refs were just absolute garbage this game. Okay. Luca Garza got hacked every single time. So, so you're, you're biased. No, no, no. <laughs> you're biased. No, but Connor McCaffrey should receive like two technical fouls, and he didn't. Fair. Uh, but I hate Connor McCaffrey, so I will always slander his name. But Illinois pulls it out 78 76. Yeah. By the way, Connor McCaffrey, dude. He's terrible. My he, man needs to just leave. The team. Why did he get to take the last shot? Out of why was everybody? he on the court? And then Fran McCaffrey draws up the worst play known to man when they have to inbound with 1.2 seconds left down by two. But beside the point, talk about Io. I would assume him. Best closer in college basketball. I think he had two or three shots with like two and a half minutes left. Like he, had that. A, he had a big one. He also left, yeah. did not come off the court. He played 40 minutes. He also had seven boards and eight assists. Assist. He filled the stat line, yep. including the minutes. Think about Illinois. Last year they lost twenty one games. This year they've won twenty one with a shot for more. That's a pretty. That's a pretty big turnaround. That's a big turnaround. Just kind of like the same as Rutgers this year. It's just a crazy. Brad Underwood is building a culture. Yes. Uh, we have two, or we have a team punched their ticket tonight. Moving on to Monday, ETSU winning the SoCon seventy two fifty eight over Wofford. Team to watch out for in the Big Dance. Very scary. Mm-hmm. They'll be an eleven seed, I think. Personally. Remember this mm-hmm. team, ETSU. Ooh, they will be good. They could be a Cinderella team. Watch out. And For then, some reason, though, in that game, like, they did not have that many fans. Like, I felt like the Wofford fans kind of dominated that game. Yeah, the noise was kind of... Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, what are you doing? You got a, you got a, you got a team that's one of the best ETSU teams in a time. long time that could pull off some upsets in March. <laughs> Their fans did not show up. I mean, and then at the same time, we have Hofstra advanced in Colonial Finals. It's looking like Hofstra's going to win that tournament, more or less, uh, beating Delaware 75-61. Um, North Dakota State, the favorites to win the Summit League, advanced to the finals. Um, but then we have two big upsets in major tournaments. Wright State, the one seed, goes down in the semifinal of the Horizon League tournament. Remember, they re- they received a vote this year. Earlier. To be ranked. Not too... It was, yeah, like a month month, ago. it was like a month ago. A month ago, that's fair, that's fair. Uh, yeah, Winthrop was one that was way earlier. Yeah, I mean, but UIC losing 73-56... to 56. That's embarrassing. But Who then, is UIC? University of Illinois, Chicago, the Flames. What conference are they in? The Horizon. Okay, that, that's, that's why I don't know them. I, <laughs> I do not watch Horizon League basketball. Yeah, Horizon League buckets, not fun to watch, but really disappointing for Wright State, hoping to punch a ticket and get a 16 seed. Um, but then another big one, Buffalo loses to Miami of Ohio in the first round of the MAC. Maction. Buffalo was a threat to both Bowling Green and Akron, who we have noted on this podcast could be scary. Well, I didn't actually think so. You guys kind of thought Buffalo would be scary, but without Nate Oates yeah. and losing a lot of their players, I didn't really think I think that's kind of right. when Nate Oates left, I think that the culture kind of left too. But Bowling Green and Akron, those are the two teams that could come out of the MAC. Yep. And right now it's looking like Northeastern's going to win in the Colonial uh, semifinal, and they will go on to play Hofstra in the final tomorrow. But we have something developing right now on ESPN. 56-56, 10 minutes left, to Gonzaga versus San Francisco. 
in the WCC semifinal. WCC semifinal. semifinal. Wow. Which is unbelievable. Now, if San Francisco wins this tournament, that they are a bid stealer. That's the definition of a bid stealer. Yes. That is a bid stealer. And we, it is looking like for the Summit League, we'll have North Dakota versus North, North Dakota State rivalry game. Oh, uh, but fun. how about this? Green Bay and the Horizon League. Woo! Not expected to win. They're up at halftime. Up at halftime right now, so maybe maybe three Wisconsin teams in the tournament this year. Is this the final? Unbelievable. No, no semi-final. Oh, okay. Up 30-29. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> still, this is probably a lot farther than they've made it recent years. So. Uh, but then we have a lot to look forward to the rest of this week with Big East Conference Tournament, Big Ten, Pac-12, oh, all yeah. the Power Five conferences, and then you have this American A-10. Mm-hmm. So, so many you just kind of have the first round ones. Week. Tomorrow, but, but we'll, we will keep you posted. We'll be we back will. here this week, I believe. Wednesday. We'll be back Wednesday, and they then I believe Saturday, Saturday as well. We're mm-hmm. starting to, you know, vamp it up a little bit, and, and then, then of course we'll have we, a Sunday. Should we share the schedule for Selection Sunday and on? I agree. I Selection Sunday, right after Selection Sunday comes out, hour two. We'll have our Sunday. Selection Sunday like Break initial up. thoughts and reactions. Mm-hmm. It will it'll be a pretty short podcast, and the Monday after that. We have the best podcast, the of best the year. podcast of the year, the bracket breakdown. This this could go like two hours. I don't even. You're know. you're going to want to tune in to this one. For we will break picks. down every, every single, single game, game for the round of sixty-four, and then and then get into like teams that we make think runs. could get upset in later rounds, teams that make runs, share a final four, final two, championship, everything. We'll have that. Then Tuesday, Wednesday, we might have podcasts on both of those days. Maybe just one. Maybe split up the bracket breakdown. I don't know. But I don't know. But the one thing I can guarantee you we will have on one of those days is a mailbag where you guys can submit questions. Like, oh, yeah. And it'll be a sole mailbag. Yeah, like, like solely just a mailbag. Like, episode. am I crazy for having SFA go to the Elite Eight? I think I've already said this before. And I think and three of us like, would yes. say yes. You are crazy. You got three yeses and one And I would no. say, absolutely not. You are incredibly sane and an intelligent <laughs> man. A man of high IQ. <laughs> so, so we've got a lot to look forward to. But until next time, this is Maine March.